Are you looking to build your DIY workshop business? Welcome to the Workshop Podcast, a place to inspire, gather, and connect with other creatives. To help grow your impact and your creative business, I'm your host and business coach, Jacqueline Diaz. Welcome to episode 24 of the Workshop Podcast. I had the pleasure of interviewing Lisa Van Ruick. She is the owner of Bloom Business Consulting. Uh, I met Lisa at a networking group. Uh, also met her actually just through getting my own personal 30-minute business coaching call with Lisa myself. Now, her focus on her business is about clarity, consist- consistency, and killer cash flow uh, with solo entrepreneurs. So it was a pleasure to listen to what she had to say about three common mistakes that you see in solo entrepreneurs when they're starting in their business. She loves talking about productivity and how using social media can zap our time. So she gives us some tips and tricks when dealing with social media, especially with our phones uh, in particular. And stay to the very end. She's got some fun facts about herself. And to learn more about Lisa, uh, you can check her out at bloomlisa.com. But let's get on with this episode. So we're here at the Workshop Podcast today. Thank you, Lisa, for joining us. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. Um, Always a pleasure to see your smiling face and uh, introduce yourself. Oh, well, thanks for having me on. It's always great to see you too, Jacqueline. Yeah, I'm Lisa Van Ruick, Bloom Business Development. I offer business coaching, executive coaching, workshops. I have a mastermind group for women in business and yeah, just really excited for helping people get clear on what they want to do with their business and, you know, make the money so that they can really make an impact. Yeah. So your business is called Bloom Business. And so you really want to help solo women entrepreneurs really flourish uh, with their businesses just to make it scalable, profitable, and, and have some fun while you're doing it, right? Absolutely. My motto is make more money have more fun. And I've I've been doing this for 11 years now. I can't even believe I've been in business that long. And and what I've seen time and time again, because I work with so many heart-centered business owners, uh, purpose-driven business owners, and there seems to be this drop, this disconnect between I want to do really good things and I want to make lots of money. You know, I want people to understand that a bigger bank account equals more influence and more impact. So, so if you're listening and you're one of those people who like cares about the planet or you want to have an impact on global education or whatever it is that you're passionate about, the more successful and profitable your business is, guess what? You get to put that into whatever you want. You get to do such good things with your money. And so like harnessing your why in your business and then creating that profit plan. I mean, I get so excited for that. That just, I'm like a kid in a candy store. And so Lisa, I know we could talk for hours. Um, Clearly our listeners are all creative business entrepreneurs, but they don't necessarily see themselves as business owners. They see themselves as creatives they love to paint and they think it's a hard starving business to be in and that they shouldn't be making money doing what they love and now i love seeing the transition in women where they actually get to see that there's some financial gains in actions that they can take to be profitable in their businesses and that's actually when that lights them up 
And then they realize, wow, I can make an impact and make money at the same time, right? Yes. Yes. So it is possible in lots of industries. It's possible in lots of industries. And really it comes down to mindset. You know, our thoughts, they're the most powerful thing we have. Our thoughts, they become our words which lead to conversations, both written and verbal. They turn into you know, our styles and our habits and ultimately form our personality. So if you go back into, into the basics, that, that thought process that you have, and you bring in awareness throughout the day where you're you know, keeping yourself small in your business, like, oh, I can't do that, or you know, maybe it's I won't do that, or why not me? Why can't I do that? You know, and, and really, yeah, having that mindset shift that, yeah, I can make money with this. And, and all I the thoughts, can. yeah, all the sure. thoughts that follow when you start telling yourself, yeah, I can be successful. This is what I want my business to be. And then really getting clear on it. I, I had a client, I loved watching her breakthrough when she realized what she needed to do was get clear on what she wanted her business to be and mm -hmm. get up every day and be dedicated to the pursuit of that vision and then release the how. Because we have no idea about the how. Well, you can't, you can't make customers pay. <laughs> no, you can't. Like you can't True. make them pay. But if you believe in what you're doing and you're passionate about it and convey it in a way that actually pitches that you're selling something, that's how you make money. Yeah. Well, because your audience is full of creatives, I always say get so clear. Like I have my clients send out this this request to people they, they respect, asking for their feedback on their three top strengths and their favorite quirk about them. And I, I love the strengths because we'll pull that into their bio and their intromercial, um, but I love the quirk because that's your positioning. That's what makes you special. That's what brings like eye contact to your online marketing because it's you. Nobody can do what you're doing your way. So yeah, it's, it's being uniquely you and proud of it. Totally. Now you work one-to-one, um, -one, you work in groups, but there mm -hmm. must be a commonality between uh, solo entrepreneurs where you see three common mistakes on how women are functioning in their businesses. Could you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah. Well, the biggest mistake I see is that, you know, when you're starting out, it's, it's a hustle. It's hard. And as Elizabeth Gilbert likes to say, we're eating a shit sandwich. I hope I'm allowed to swear on your podcast, right? But like, you know, yeah. you're eating the right one when you see someone else throw down their sandwich and they're like, I'm done. I can't take another bite of that thing. And you're, you're eyeing that sandwich up. You're like, Hey, you're not going to finish that. Can, can I have it? You can know? Have and so, so we get in this hustle mode. And what I want to advise your listeners to think about is if you're ready to grow, if you're ready to be profitable, if you're ready to shift your business model, imagine that is already real. Envision yourself in that state and start thinking about the decisions that CEO of that business would be making. When we're small, we think we've got to do everything ourselves, especially if we're women, especially if we're moms. And the truth is, if you want to stay small in your business, keep doing everything yourself. Mm -hmm. You need to give yourself a dollar value for an, for an hour of your time. What is an hour of your time worth? If you, the average person spends 13 hours a week cleaning their house, 
okay? You're better off paying someone to come and clean your house every other week or once a month and spend that time working on your business. It is an investment. So I see women trying to do everything themselves. I see them not investing in their business and themselves because when you invest in your business, other people will too. I and mean, I could... I could give you so many examples, uh, but I'm not going to, but just please, that's that leap of faith that, okay, this is, this is going to go. And yeah. and yeah, it's not scalable doing everything yourself. It's not scalable. So you want to put controls in your business so you can release control. I mean, it's kind of like a life insurance question. Nobody wants to think about it, but what if you were to get in a car accident or someone in your family was sick and you weren't able to work? Do you want your business to just full stop? What controls can you put in your business so that it can keep functioning without you? Um, and then the other thing I would say is just diving head first and just trying to like do everything and hope something works. Like take some time and create a plan, get clear on what you, what you do and who you're selling to. Most people's businesses don't require tens of thousands of customers. Uh, it depends. Mm -hmm. But even if they do, there's 7.7 .7 billion people on the planet. Like, who are you talking to? Know your clients, know your strengths, and all your marketing should be speaking directly to those people who you want to be connecting with that will create a, um, a connective community, engaged community, and loyal customers or clients. So really take the time to think what you want to do, who you want to reach, and what the outcome is before just trying all these different strategies and then you know you got to stick with it these things take time you don't plant a seed and have a mighty oak grow overnight we tend to be a little impatient in this instant downloadable era that we live in yeah so i guess that would be the mistake of shiny objects where you don't give it enough time to yeah. really establish um, the clientele for the service that you're offering and so would a mistake be that you're not even talking to the your right client properly Absolutely. I um, I had a client, she's a creative interior designer, and she's decided she wants to speak to the film industry. She wants to get a client who wants to like build a bat cave in his house. Like she wants these like super cool. So, you know, she's gonna completely shift the way she puts um, posts on Instagram and Facebook and what she's talking about at networking groups because those she doesn't need a lot of those clients in a year but she doesn't want to bounce off them. She needs to meet these people and be like, yeah, this woman is cool and she's different and she gets me. And so really niching down into exactly what you want to do. I mean, I, um, my niche would be women in health and wellness related service-based businesses, but I still, one of my longest clients is in, in products and I have male clients too, because I'm so clear on my core values and my style I'm, I'm attracting the people that will work well with my style and it's yeah. the same for everybody. Yeah. Awesome. So to recap the common mistakes then, so the solo entrepreneur is doing everything by themselves. Yes. Uh, so number two is they don't have a clear plan or vision on what they want their business to look like. And number three, uh, I would say we already touched base on it earlier, but getting the clarity, yeah, you need to have the clarity. Yeah. You know, if you believe in the law of attraction, you know, when you smile at someone, they smile back. Have you ever sent someone come in the room and you're like, Ooh, I'm not talking to them. You know, like we need to, we need to understand we were putting a message out there and then releasing the how, but we need to get super clear on what we want to achieve. 
um, if you want to start offering a new class or if you want to start offering an online program, tell everybody. Yeah, you don't know what's yeah. going to come back to you. But if you don't know exactly what you want to be doing to grow your business, it can't come back to you. So get yeah. clear. Yeah. Ask for help. Yeah, I, uh, th that's really what you're just putting it out there. I totally love that. Yeah. And that's hard for women to do. It's hard for women to ask for what they want, <clears throat> which is a skill in itself, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I like, I'll quickly tell the story about the birthday cake. You know, when we were little kids, we get the birthday cake and we probably have done it to our kids and we, we have the candle lid and, and we're like, blow the candle and make a wish, but shh, don't tell anybody. Right. That's, that's wrong. Right? If you <laughs> keep it inside all to yourself, there's no way of it coming true. A couple of years ago, I started introducing myself as a coach and speaker. Coach and speaker. And guess what happened? Oh, I speaking got engagements. <laughs> yes, all the time. Oh, you're a speaker? Really? Great. I'm doing more speaking than I've ever done in my life. But if I kept that to myself, guess what? No invitations. And so just think about that for you. What do you want to start doing? Amazing. Amazing. Uh, one of your focuses with your clients as well as productivity. Yes. Productivity on how you can save time. Um, I know we've spoken in the past about how we can be more productive, uh, spending less time on social media. I mean, time again. Yes. I'll have you back on the podcast, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> that time Absolutely. Well, first, I'd like to, you to think about the difference between being efficient and being effective. Mm. Okay, we all love ticking off that to-do list. But what's on your to-do list? What is on the to-do list? And, and so, do you need to be doing that? <laughs> we need to be doing that. And so, yes, this could be an entire podcast. I'm actually uh, doing a workshop on this in Belcara next weekend um, in this fancy house. But uh, I love talking about productivity and time because the truth is, this sounds a little harsh when I say it, but it's so true. We make time for what matters most to us in the day and we make an excuse for everything else. Ooh. I mean, we do. It's true. At each point in the day, we decided to do that. And, you know, going on social media, it's kind of a, it's a, more of a habit of procrastination. It's a stress relief. We're stressed out. Oh, I'm just going to do this thing, this little thing in the day. And so I'm a big fan of Stephen Covey's brain dump. That's that. Take it all out of the brain, write it down on paper for 20 minutes. And, it, and it's like, oh, okay. It's, it's okay. I wrote it down. I'm not going to forget anything. Then you go through your brain dump and give a number. Um, actually, there's a download for this on my website at bloomlisa.com. It'll probably be clearer to read it than just to listen to me say it. But he, he breaks your tasks down into four categories. And you want to be spending your mornings working on your not urgent, important tasks. These are things like getting that new certification, launching that online passive income stream. It's the only deadline on those is yours right? But if you don't make that a priority, it is not going to get done. No one is going to do it for you. Uh, so they have found through research that we have a finite amount of willpower. And no surprise, I mean, who makes not the best choices in the evening with that third glass of wine or yeah, I'll just watch that next episode of Netflix. It just auto started. I'm not going to go to the gym tonight. I had a long day, right? 
So those three hours after you wake up in the morning are golden. You want to use them for your not urgent, important work. You wanna work on your business in the morning. Please don't check your email when you get up in the morning. Don't check your messages. Your messages are other people's to-do list for you. Not your to-do list, other people's to-do yeah. list for you. Of course there's business in there. Of course it's important. But you can decide when you're going to check it. Do we have time for me to give four quick device damage control tips? Ooh, let's do it. Okay, so the easiest thing you can do, I know you're videoing this, is just put your phone face down when you put it down. So if you have banner things popping up on your screen, you're not gonna visually see it and be distracted. Is that or, why you have a closed case? <laughs> and then I have the closed case, um, also because yeah. I can keep business cards in here. But the closed case, then you're golden. So cheap, free, easy, start putting your phone face down. Uh, please turn your notifications off. There's very few situations in life where people need to get a hold of you right away, like, you know, someone's having a baby or you're buying a house and you need to, you know, be on top of the deal. Let's be honest, 99% of the time, we don't do, we don't want to be in that position and we don't want to teach people that you're at their beck and call. Mm -hmm. So please turn your notifications off. Um, any apps that you're checking habitually throughout the day, slide them two or three screens over on your cell phone. The act of having to swipe over, your brain will start telling you, you aren't supposed to be checking this during the work day. And you'll, you'll sometimes abort mission. Even better yet, put them all in a folder. You know, put all your social media in a folder. Put all your banking and financial apps in a folder, et cetera, et cetera. So it does, it does help. Um, and please, please, please check your messages on a schedule. This is really hard for people. We are addicted to the messages. Um, you don't need messages or, or, sorry, you don't need notifications on for your email. We all know they're coming. We all know they're coming. So um, depending on your business model, you might need to check every hour. Maybe you do, but most people don't. Three or four times a day is fine. And you can even put in your email signature, I don't check email after 6 p.m. Oh, that's, that's a good one. Yeah, it's just in your signature. Everybody knows it. So teach people how to treat you. What do you want in your life? So those are my, those are my hot tips. Yeah, those are excellent productivity tips that sometimes we might know that we should be doing those things, <laughs> but it's such a great yeah. reminder uh, to create new habits too. Yeah. Well, let me add this on. Please just pick one of them to start because too much right. change at once is to just tanks it. So pick one that feels like, oh yeah, I can see myself doing that. Or maybe you've done it before and it worked for you, but you've fallen off track. Pick one, get some traction, let it stick, and then add on from there. Such good tips. Thank you so much, Lisa. Um, bloomlisa.com. And so you were talking about a checklist that we, our listeners could find on your website. Yeah, yeah, there's, um, there's a free download on my website. Uh, it's everybody feels better after taking a dump, a brain dump that is. <laughs> I, have, I have a sense of humor. Um, so yeah, you can grab that for free and, and get that on there. <laughs> so good. Okay, if we could end off this interview with some fun facts about you, Lisa. Fun facts about me? About you, yes. So okay. can, I ask, can I ask you three questions? Sure. Okay. Favorite business book. Favorite. Oh my God. There's so many. I'll just say right now. I love, 
uh, Fierce Conversations by Susan Scott is one of my favorites. But there's so uh, many. How do you define fun for you? Fun for me is in a state of joy on the inside. So it's about a feeling. Yeah, it's all about a feeling. You know, I think happiness is what we get from other people in our life and joy comes within us. It's our, it's an inside job. So fun, fun for me is when I, yeah, just, just feeling joyful and present. Pretty much my most joyful moments are when I'm playing with my kids and being silly. Awesome. And yeah. that was going to be my third question. Uh, favorite family activity? Favorite going camping. Camping. Yeah, going camping for sure. Yeah. So you're active and you like sedentary stuff too. Bit of both, hey? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yes. Amazing. Thank you for sharing with us a little bit about you. Um, all these amazing tips for solo entrepreneurs. If you want to learn more about Lisa, uh, please check out her website. Where can we find you on social media? I'm big on Instagram. You can find me there at Bloom Lisa and uh, LinkedIn, Lisa Van Ruick, and Facebook, Bloom Lisa Coaching. Amazing. I'm going to post those links in the notes uh, for this podcast. Uh, and feel free to follow her on social media. Yeah. Uh, if you have any comments that you have uh, about this podcast or any questions for Lisa, feel free to reach out. Uh, have an amazing day, Lisa. You too, Jacqueline. Thank you so much. That was fun. I feel like we could talk for hours. I know. We'll have to do another episode on time. <laughs> yes, there you go. There you go. Okay. Have a good day. Bye. I hope you found this valuable. Thanks for listening. It was great hanging out with you. And we'll see you the same time in the same place next week. If you haven't yet subscribed to this podcast, I don't want you to miss an episode. Be sure to follow me on Facebook at Jacqueline DIY. For more free content, video, and solid advice to build your creative workshop business and to be inspired, please visit JacquelineDIY.com. So we yeah. all have the same 24 hours, but why is it that we see some entre entrepreneurs making a greater impact than others in that same 24 hours a day? Yeah, well, you're absolutely right. I, I say that from Oprah Winfrey to Bill Gates to you and I, like what makes what makes the difference? Why can some people accomplish and do so much with their time and others can't? Um, and you know, there is no uh, magic wand that's gonna, that's gonna change everything, but there are some really basic, simple things that you can do. And understanding what you wanna do with your time and how you're gonna structure it is key. Uh, I, I learned this acronym a few years ago that I find is really powerful and if, if you're listening and you have a pen in front of you and you can write in a vertical line the word done. So D stands for decide and define. You know, what is really important to you? Decide what you need to do and then define it. Otherwise, they're just ideas. They're not, they're not goals. They're not tasks and you're not taking action. The O stands for organize. So writing things down, make it real. Uh, I think if it's 42%, you can increase your chances of completing a task if you write it down. So we all live and die by our calendars. So you've got to decide what's most important, what's your top priority in your business, and then organize your calendar around it. I like to call this CEO time. Mm. CEO time is 
our top priority as a business owner. Uh, so maybe you're looking to rebrand or launch a website or start a passive income stream or offer an online program, or maybe you need to grow your team and hire somebody that that's, that depends on you and when, where your business is. But I want you to be allocating CEO time as much as you can. And first thing in the morning, we actually have a limited amount of willpower. I mean, the research has shown that now. I mean, think about it. How easy is it to have that second glass of wine or nip mm -hmm. into some dessert or let Netflix start the next show or not go do our exercise at night? But in the morning, we actually have a greater capacity for willpower. So please organize your schedule around your top goals and write it down on your calendar. The N is for the no train. You've got to start saying <laughs> no you know, to the things that take you away from your top priorities. Every opportunity that comes your way is not the right opportunity. And so when you're really clear about what you need to be doing, it's okay to say a gracious no. Thank you for thinking of me, but it's a no. How about a rain check? You know, no explanations. No ends with a period. Um, yeah. And e, e is for execute. You know, we can do all the planning and deciding, but we must execute. We must take action and invest in our success because when we invest in our success, other people do too. And so that's a nice little as that is right because that can be scary. That I that e part. That execution is, is sometimes the only way that we're going to see results. Yeah. Well, I, we are creatures of habit. I'm a big neuroscience junkie, which we don't have time to talk about today. Um, <laughs> but the truth is, if it feels comfortable, it means we're already doing it. Mm. We need to live in that uncomfortable space. And when you've taken the time to get clarity on what matters to you and what you need to do, then when you have that uncomfortable feeling, you know, think, okay, yes, this is exactly where I need to be. This is what's moving me forward. You know, it's, it's actually, it's actually really good. So, so that is being really clear about what you want to do with your time and how to structure your time to, to do it. Yeah.